You're listening to The Michael Papinjak Show. All right, let's get this show going. I think it's number 115, somewhere around there. Oh, wait. You don't want to hear me. There we go. I understand. All right. Yeah, we're at 115. 115. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a lot of shows. It's a lot. I started this, I think, back like in 2016. Yeah. Somewhere around there. We would have been at like 300 or so. If yeah. We if it was just like an every non-stop. week. Non-stop. Yeah, it would have been unbelievable. An every week kind of situation. Can yeah. you imagine? I can. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen. Look at my hand. Yeah. Hey, Cone. Cone like. Really likes licking my hand. Yeah, well, she just likes attention. That's how she's trying to get your your yeah, um, attention. Please rub my belly. Mm-hmm. I will nonstop lick your hand. Yeah, she just yeah wants attention. Yeah, every for other sure. just like every other woman. Yep, that's pretty much it. So, um, Jason noticed as soon as I I he walked in the door here that I did get a haircut. Yeah, you uh, look like a like a passable human. Like human. Yeah, yeah like, I don't look homeless anymore. Yeah. Um, but, le- but let me tell you about this haircut. So where did you go? So I go to Young's yeah, okay. in Wexford. Yeah. There's one up near you as well that I, that I used to go to. Yep, yep. And the one here, I'm not sure about the one up there, but the one up there, I used to just walk in. The one here is appointment only. That's fancy. And I don't really know why, well, but it's just appointment only. Okay. So, um, let me adjust my mic here. So I made an appointment and, uh, you know, I don't really know, obviously, Based on the length of my hair, I don't get a haircut often. Right. So I don't have, like, a relationship with a barber or a... So to speak. Yeah. yeah. So I just select... <coughs> like me. Every other week I go. Yeah. Because I have no hair. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, but... And also, I don't do anything. I don't go anywhere, so I can let it... It can kind of... Yeah. At some, don't care. Yeah. At some point, I'll have a respectable job that I'll have to look, look good for, but... um, So I just selected... You know, like, I'm um, whoever. I didn't select one of the, you know, because it, like, lists the different. Like a drop down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and then you can select. Yeah. Tom, John, or Harry. Yeah, right. but, or you can just put whoever, you know, just like. Yeah. And first available. Yeah. So, I obviously, because I selected that, get, like, a young guy, you know, like a green. He's a newbie. A, he's green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, has he ever done any before you? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I could have been his first, right? Whoa. Hey, Kona, chill. Okay. So anyway, um, I while I was waiting, okay, I found a picture after my last haircut. And I and I, I get the picture. Oh no. Because I have trouble explaining exactly what I want. So I show him the picture. I said, This is what I want. And he's, like, staring at it as if I'm showing him a picture of, like, an elephant or something. Yeah. Like, something that, that has nothing to do like with... Like, it's you. It's me. And, I, and he goes, well, uh, do do they usually use, like, clippers or scissors? I'm like, I don't care what you use. Yeah. Just make it use look... Use hedge clippers. Yeah, make Just it make look... make it look like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So, um, he's like, okay... Oh, no. And, um, you know, I can't wear my glasses during a haircut, so I don't know what's going on, you know. You can't see shit. He has the, like, clippers out, and he spends about 20 minutes back here in the back of my head. It's a long time. And I'm thinking, what's this kid? I don't have any hair left. Maybe he's putting designs in. Yeah, he could have been writing his name. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) So, um, 
I'm thinking, all right, well, whatever. And then he finally <laughs> is like in the front. And then, you know, when they do the beard and the mustache, they got to get in close. Yeah. This kid reeks of weed. Oh, no. But I couldn't smell it because he was behind me. Right. You, you know, hedge clipping like the back. Right. So when he moved to the front, then it's there. Then I could smell him. Yeah. Yeah. And after he was done, my hair is way too short. My beard is nowhere near what I wanted. What he did had, you want? So I wanted the sides to be short, and then it come down to like like a rounded point. It's like a, it was in the pic. I'll show you the the uh, the picture later. It's very. <laughs> so this is, didn't go well. It, it, no, it was not even. I don't think it looks bad. No, it doesn't look bad. It's just not what I wanted. And I feel like this kid does one haircut. Like I, I literally, he does his haircut. Yeah, yeah. Like That's what real, he knows. real short and faded. Like real, yes, yeah. He he did what but it he, looks good. Yeah, like, it's it, fine. It looks good, but it's way, way, way too short. Like, just not what well, I wanted. And the beard isn't right. It'll grow back. That's the nice thing about hair is yeah. it does it does have. It does. At least, it's not like he gave you a mohawk. No, that's true. Like, it, well, it's it's not like ten cartoni. Yeah, you can go somewhere and be <laughs> in a professional environment and not be embarrassed. Exactly. Like you're yeah. still passable. Yes, I don't have to like like wear a hat now everywhere. I, no, I you're good. Yeah, you're and good. I don't have just, to like shave my beard off or anything. No, yeah. the beard's fine. Yeah, but it was just funny, especially when he was looking at the picture. He looked like confused. It literally looked as if the screen was like blank, as yeah. if he didn't know how to tell me. He was trying to piece it together. I, like, I, how am I going to do this? Yeah, like, uh, you know, I need to, you know, there's a guy who's always there, and he's in, like, the first chair. What's his name? I think his name's Pedro. Pedro, well, look for him on the drop down. Yeah, I think, pa- I think the next time. Yeah, vote for Pedro. Because the last time I got a haircut there. Yeah. I had a young, you know, it could have been the same young kid. I'm not really sure because I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Actually, you know, the last time I got a haircut there, it was a woman. And the time before that was a young guy. Uh-huh. And he's, he's cutting my beard and he kind of looks a little lot. Pedro had to come over and like finish it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's not so confidence. Next time I'm picking him and whenever his first available is. That's when I, cause I can't do this anymore where, you know, it's just not correct. It's just like, I, I li- listen, there's far too much on the line. Yeah. Like I li- <laughs> here, here's a photograph of what I want. Yeah. That's more than most males. Yeah. provide. Like pictorial evidence. Like, like for I, me, I'm just like, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Like, I should have printed it out. I'm like, don't cut my jugular and yeah. I'm happy. I, you'll still get a tip. And you know what was interesting? He had a huge ring light. A ring light. I guess to just shine more light on like the situation. I don't know. I've never seen that before. He had a huge ring light. Huge. Why? I don't know. Maybe just to brighten up. You should have the... asked him. Like, what's this for? Yeah, you I don't make TikToks here. Yeah, I don't. You know, that's that's what it looked like to me. It, really? it looked like you know, and I thought because again, I can't see right. I yeah. mean, I can see, but it's not it's not great. Yeah. And I thought, is he filming this? Yeah, yeah. Like, is this for his, like, social media? That's not good. Yeah, but it was a huge ring light. So I did get um, I did get myself a haircut. I feel about five pounds lighter. Yeah. You know, when I look at the before and after pictures. <coughs> Excuse me. When, when I look at that, the, at the before and after picture, I was like, oh, my God, my hair was really you, long. You look, like, way younger. <laughs> yeah, way younger. Yeah, definitely. And, like, 30 pounds lighter. Yeah, yeah. It's what I mean. It just, it, 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 hair is a big deal. I mean, it's it's yeah, a big yeah. deal. It's a big deal. So also, I I tried. Um, I um unintentionally tried something. I, I tried a couple. I I want to talk about the uh, Super Bowl, but um, okay. um, 
but I so I, I I got a massage on Sunday. You know, I get two a month, right? Yeah, yeah. And typically, I, I have one therapist, but every so often, because she owns the place and she has two young children, so every so often, like she has like like a Monday off or sure. so. Sometimes I go on Sunday and have a different therapist. Yeah. And I I, I do ninety minute uh, massages, and so. She's massaging, massaging, and, 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 you know, I chat during it and everything. And and then she goes, okay, well, thank you, you know, and then she leaves. And, you know, I don't really have a concept of time, obviously. There's music on, you know, I'm laying on the table. I don't have a watch on, but I'm like, this wasn't an hour and a half. So I'm, I'm putting on my clothes. I, I look at my watch, and I'm like, you know, she only did an hour, but this isn't my usual massage, right? So, okay. so I thought she only did an hour. Maybe she didn't know. So as I'm putting on my underwear and stuff and – Cause I get naked for them. I mean, I'm totally buck ass naked. You really? Know, oh yeah. Oh, it's the only way to go. Cause like the glutes are your like biggest muscles or whatever. They <laughs> massage your ass I and everything. I couldn't do it. Yeah. That's weird. Oh yeah. I'm naked on there. And with the, I mean, I'm covered. Like I'm not like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like just cheese in the wind here. I'm covered, but I'm naked on the table. Yeah. I don't go for that. And so she knocks on the door and goes, Michael, I'm sorry, but we have another half hour. Do you want to go another half hour? And I said, yeah, just let me get my pants off and get back on the table. So she comes in and says, do you want to try cupping? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have you heard of cupping? Yeah, yeah. I know what that is. So she goes, you know, I, because I, not everyone does it. Like, not all the massage. It's not really a, you know, if you go to massage therapy school, you're not going to necessarily learn cupping. It's right. a, an extra thing to learn. Yeah, it's a newer yeah. method. Yeah, so um, I said, well, you know, because she did, she thought she had an hour. So she gave me an um, hour massage. So yeah. really... Could she have massaged more? Obviously. But she kind of had done her her thing with, with the massage. I said, sure, let's do cupping. So I was on my back, so I flipped over on my stomach, and she gets all the all the cups together. <laughs> let's try fucking. Yeah. I, dude. <laughs> you know... There's not there's not many things you do in life where yeah. you're naked and naked That's like, what I like mean. in a strip mall. Yeah, there's no way I could do that. Yeah, I think about it all the time. Like I'm laying naked yeah on a table so in a strip mall. So you're just naked under the covers, yeah. So I so I I take off all my clothes and then it looks like a it looks That's like weird. you know, it's like a massage bed, yeah. you know, and then yeah, it has yeah. a sheet and a blanket. Yeah. And I just get under the sheet I'm and and the blanket. Yeah. Like a bed. Yeah, it, it's like a bed, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm just laying there. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So did you get cupped? Yes, I did. What did that feel like? Um, It was bizarre. It was so, you know, she puts the cup. Yeah. And then, you know, old school is you like light a fire. Right. But that's. No flame. No, no, no. no. That's, that's. You're going to get. That's medieval. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, it's like a pump. It's like a, it's like a pump thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she uh-huh. puts the cup on here. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pump. I bet it is. <laughs> And, and you feel it. Yeah. Oh, like suction your skin Does it up. hurt? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, hurt, it's just, in, it's pressure. In a good way. Yeah. 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 And, um, I mean, she was like 20 or 25 of them. I'm like, tons of them. Just yeah. everywhere. I'm on my neck and everything. And leaves them on there for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Wow. And they're all on my back and up on my neck. And then while they're doing their thing, she's massaging my like legs. You know, because she's just not going to sit there. Massaging like, your legs. Well, yeah, because there aren't any cups on my legs. So yeah. the cups aren't like two minutes. They're on there for a while. Yeah, yeah. So that whole half hour was applying the cups and them just doing their thing. Because <laughs> like the whole point, I, I <laughs> what guess. What a weird sight that yeah. must be. Oh, I wish I had a picture of me with all these 
And there's all like like different sizes. You know, she probably is on another podcast talking about yeah. this guy I cupped. Yeah. With a hairy back. Yeah. And my hair was long, so she had to like move my hair to try to get like, oh, like this the was cups pre hair. This yes, is the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so my so so today's Wednesday. My haircut was yesterday. Oh. My massage was Sunday. Oh my. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So okay. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> I now on my back. Yeah. Have all these red circles. So what does it feel like today? It it so today it's it, it can be itchy. So itchy. Two side effects. Or, you know. Yeah. Symptoms of. Itchiness. Uh-huh. Okay. Obvi- well, three. So, you have, you're have you going to have those, like, circles there for a while. Not a big deal. Okay. Whatever. It, it itches. And then, one of the circles is full of blisters like a sunburn, which she said is uh, can happen. And I don't know why it's this one circle. I don't know why it's not other ones, but I guess one little part of my back i don't know had some toxins in it or something because that's the whole point of it it removes the it like it sucks so she said like if you're like a smoker there'll be like like a gray ring because that's like the like the tar or whatever inside your body like being sucked out yeah or if you're on like certain like medications it might turn like yellowish and stuff yeah, I, I'm never gonna do it again. But really, you don't you don't nah, like it? Nah, it really. I mean, because also, do you only get your back cupped? Well, that's all she did for me because my pain is in my neck and shoulders and my lower back. Yeah. So like, I had I, I was in a car accident in 2002, and my head hit the windshield. Yeah. Now, full disclosure, I was not buckled. But I was also a kid in high school and, yeah. and an idiot, so that's why I'm always buckled. Like I, right. even if I'm sitting in a car waiting, I have to be buckled because I mean, it, I mean, even though I wasn't, um, like so after the after the uh, car crash, I uh, I hit the windshield, and my it, my dad was driving and his hand was over my like chest. I don't remember hitting the windshield, but I remember the windshield was was cracked. So I cracked a windshield. Now, the great thing about Mercedes-Benz, it was an S500. Of course. Is they're double paint, like they're yeah. made to not go through. Yeah. So. That's I, what you pay for. Exactly. So I, I, so what happened was this. Why did the top of my head hit the windshield, not the front of my head? My dad took me down to back when we actually got photos developed. That's how, yeah. you know. Yeah. Took me down to the strip mall to go to the Ritz camera or whatever. Sure. To get some pictures that I got um, developed. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the pictures. So uh, my head was down. You were already down. Unbuckled. My dad rear end. It, it was lucky. nighttime. Did your head get cut? No. Unbelievable. The you- top of my head yeah. hit the windshield, right? Because I was looking down. Yeah. Spider cracked the windshield. You got a thick melon, man. Right? And my dad had his hand, his arm around my chest. Yeah, sure. And he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. My pictures were like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So obviously um, an ambulance police came because this wasn't like we're just going to drive home kind of. The car, I think, was, I don't know if it was totaled, but it it, 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 it yeah. wasn't drivable. Right, right, of course. So uh, I remember my dad just said to like wait there. Police are there. You know, the other car that my dad rear-ended and, and an ambulance comes up and um, – what are they called? EMTs came to my door mm-hmm. and my dad was like, are you okay? You, you, you do want to get like checked out? And I told him, no, I'm fine. 
So the EMT said, do you want to get checked out? I thought he meant right there and then. Next thing I know, I'm strapped to a gurney with my head secured, and I'm in the back of an ambulance. Because they saw the windshield. And my dad, and so, so, so actually, that, that's funny. So the EMT was like, you know, and I said to him, excuse me, did I do that? And I pointed to the spider. He goes, yeah. I was like, wow, because I don't, I don't remember it because it was so fast. Well, if you don't remember, you got a concussion. Yeah. Well, I think it was just so fast. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, I remember the accident, but I don't, I don't like, 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 like you know what I mean? It's, so anyway, when, when, when he said, do you want to get checked out? I thought he meant like right there and then. Sure. Next thing I know, I'm strapped to a gurney. My head's like in one of those braces. Braces. Yeah. I'm in the back of an ant. My dad's like, what the fuck? You know, because he didn't, he didn't, you know. But the thing is, is my mom was working at the hospital yeah. in the pharmacy. So, so next, th- next thing I know, I'm in an ER. I am, st- I am literally strapped in. You're looking straight up. I'm looking straight at a white and, and ceiling. And then your mom shows up. And then my mom, she goes, what's going on? And my dad, I'm like, well, dad ran into someone. They were so, not, they weren't pissed at me it's just my dad like because yeah. i said i was fine yeah but but the, at the end of the day that was the proper thing to do i spider yeah. cracked a windshield with my head yeah this the prudent thing to do was to go get checked out your dad was a physician though. yes but again it's one of those things where he's the doctor you know like are you okay well you know how it is with us like, yeah well put some rub some dirt in it you'll be fine exactly yeah. you know what's funny now that my sister's a doctor it's the same thing right i go i i call her and say you know this that and the other she goes you're you're fine you're good yeah and that's what and when you have a family member of call her up right now <laughs> say it burns when i pee <laughs> am i gonna be fine <laughs> so I don't know. They did. They, they didn't do an MRI. I think it was a CT scan. Yeah, just to make sure. Yeah, and the guy said there was no damage. But what happened was I have chronic neck pain now, which is why I go to the massage therapist twice a month. Um, really bad neck pain. And my doctor, my like PCP, was like, you know, there's all these little muscles, all these little things in the neck. Yeah. And if, if so, you, you were compressed very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. So it still bothers you to to, to this day. Twenty years later, I still yeah. have chronic pain. Right. And what happened is, so, so if, if, the, if the muscles in my neck are compromised, then that means the muscles next, which are, which, is, which are the traps, have to support my head. So it's the next muscle group down. And she said, my traps are just rock hard, like rock because they're, they're actually supporting my head, not my, not my neck, which is why she wanted to do cupping to try to release those, uh, those uh, trapezoids. Yeah, you know the frog man. Yeah. He calls himself Trapasaurus Rex. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's Trapasaurus Rex. Yeah, I love that. That's interesting. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I think there's actually yeah. an episode of TMPS that includes oh, really? that, that Trapasaurus. Really? Something to do with that. I'm we, pretty we need sure. To look that up. Yeah, we got to go back in time. Yeah. We got to go back in time. So um, before we get into the Super Bowl, I got to tell you. So, um, you know, Kona is now a member of that indoor dog park. Yeah, yeah. And I was there last night, okay? And this guy has a Vishla, okay, which is a dog breed, beautiful, like mm-hmm. amber coat, you know? And this dog, you know, dog, like Kona does this sometimes. They get, like, possessive over a toy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, this is my Frisbee. This is my ball. Yeah. And if another dog try look look at her. Look in the arms of an angel. I oh, wish yeah. you guys could see this right yeah, now. This is a Sarah McLaughlin. Oh version. my God. Look at her. She's staring at me like I'm so neglected. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Real tough life. Real tough life there, yeah. Cone. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, his so what I've noticed is a lot of people who belong to this indoor dog park, they have these little pouches right on their on around their waist, and they're like treat pouches, and a lot of them have puppies or they're at least trying to like train their dog, you know, sit, uh, lay down, shake, all that stuff, uh, stay, you know. Because it's a good environment for that because it's, it's just this nice, flat, you know, yeah. turf, you know. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. And his dog just had this treat bag in its mouth. Okay. Okay. And, um, you know, it was kind of being just a little goofy, like, with it. Like, wouldn't let it go. You know, like, running around. If another dog came by, it would kind of go, you know. Like, Kona was staring at it. And it was in that, like, crouched position like it was going to pounce. And Kona's sure. like, what's what, what's with this asshole? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, he's ready to leave for the, for the night. And his dog is just, like, not having it. Just, no. I don't want to leave. I have this treat bag in my mouth. I'm yeah. not letting it go. So obviously, it's like an amusement park for them. It, you know, it, it, it's like a gym or yeah. like a country club they're or something. Fun. Yeah, it's it's you know, there's there's like um, a bunch of toys that are part of the like you like I don't even have to bring a toy for her. They have them they there. have balls and frisbees and all kinds of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he goes up to his dog, and um, you know, basically tries to get the treat bag out of its mouth mm-hmm. the dog rolls on its back you know he kind of like not not chokes obviously but kind of you know secures around the dog's like chest and neck to kind of like get it to yeah. stop moving sure to try to grab the like treat bag this dog full-on bites his owner's arm whoa now i'm thinking it's like a playful just bite uh-huh. no the guy was bleeding the dog broke skin like like a shark bite and the whole park went silent. And we all just like, except for me, because Kona was, Kona's like bopping around. But everyone put their like dog on a leash or like held its collar. All the dogs were like sitting. And it was like, none of us knew like what to do. Because it, it bit its owner. So like it's not like, it's not like it like bit me or something. And it was just a really weird situation. Go about your day. Yeah, it was a real weird situation. Yeah. And his dog just like wouldn't listen to him. And... So, like, he was trying to leave. His arm's bleeding. He's got puncture wounds. And I just grabbed Kona, put on her leash, and was like, we're, we're getting out of here. Because, I mean, it was time yeah. to leave anyway. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. But it was real weird. Like, yeah. I mean, I've seen dogs, like, playful bite. But, like, to put enough force to, yeah. to draw blood, that was yeah. a little... Shit happens. That was a little much. Well, he... he... He had a better fate than that guy in Australia a couple of days ago. What happened in Australia? That guy on video was eaten by a great white. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. It's on YouTube. Wait a minute. Are you serious? Yeah. Like you, it's like you see a lot of like splashing around. You don't really see like it's not Jaws. You know, you don't see like it's not like as graphic as you think. Well, because it, it, like the guy that saw it, like he he was like they interviewed him, and he it was like he's like it's only ten meters for me. He was like really disturbed. Like they shouldn't have interviewed him. You you have to see it. Well, it just happened in like Sydney, like like five or six days ago. So six days ago, yeah. I don't even know if I'm allowed to do this, but whatever. Let's just see if this will load. Swimmer dies after shark attack off Sydney Beach.
How long is this here? Well, I don't. I don't know what video you're you're playing. But so this is from. There is like footage of it. This is from Guardian Australia. Yeah, they're not going to have the footage probably. It's just they're showing a beach in a helicopter. Yeah, that's not the same. Mike, it's I the mean, city's first fatal shark attack in almost sixty years. Yeah. Can you find the video? I'm looking. Undeniably, has shaken our community uh, to to the core, and people all across our area will be looking at the coast a little bit differently. There is always risk in open water. Uh, but I love the Australian accent. It's the best. For our community, is that shark attack? Even though this is all right, I got it. Landed up our what do you want me to do here? Just like, can you send me the, the link? Oh, my God. Oh, this isn't even shareable. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, here it is. Okay, I got you. Uh, I'm going to uh, copy it, and then I'm going to text it. To yeah, te text me the link. It's not good. It's Text me the link. You see, like, his, like, torso, like, floating around. Oh. Dude, you know what? So, I like to watch. So, like. I can't necessarily like watch like a whole Joe Rogan. I like just like to watch clips. Yeah. And I've been watching the ones like about wildlife. You know, he has people on who like hunt like crazy animals yeah. or they like go to like the far reaches of the world to find like endangered yeah. or like, you know, that this one guy actually found an animal that was supposed to be um, extinct. Yeah. It was like an alligator or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had one guy on there that still looks for like woolly mammoths. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'll... man, I, I think we would have like seen one. Yeah. But there are seven billion people on Earth now. Like, <laughs> like if there was a woolly man with Roman around, we'd probably yeah, okay. like somebody would get a picture. So of here's it. the deal: an an extinct alligator yeah. could hide underwater. Yes. Okay. And it's maybe as long as my couch, which is long here, but it's not like a woolly mammoth, which is an elephant. It's like if if there's a woolly mammoth, it's snuffle off again. Yes. I think we're gonna see it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Things that are underwater, are, we, we don't know much about what's underwater. That's true. Honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So so that that's very, like, reasonable. Okay, so here we go. This is the footage. Is this what I sent you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. But, but, but just, just real quick. My point about Rogan was he had a guy on that basically said every shark attack is a mistake. Yeah. They don't they're not hunting humans. No. They 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 think you're something else. So this guy was wearing a black bodysuit. They they were like the shark thought he was a seal. And that's 100%. And I'm like, "Well, that's fine, but like why is he free swimming in a black bodysuit?" Yeah, that's not a, that's it's not, not a good. smart move. All right. So so here we go. Is that his Oh my God! That's him floating there. That's is that a torso? Yeah. Oh. I don't. I don't think he's gonna make it. That's not funny. Oh my! <laughs> I, I can see like blood. Yeah, man. Oh my! Here, let me go right back to the uh, beginning here. Here's the thing, man. We don't really belong in the ocean. You know what I mean? Not really. Like we don't. We don't have like a right to it. There's a lot of unknowns in the ocean. Yeah. It's not really like our thing. Oh, my, oh, oh, no. This one do, do, doesn't have sound. So I basically saw the shark, the new one. So Jason sent me, I'm another one. Yeah. I saw the shark like come up like out of the water, like a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to leave a mark. A mark? He, what it left was his torso. Oh, my God.
You know, I have to say, yeah, I mean... Well, the witnesses... Oh, my God, the blood. Oh, my god. You know what gosh. the witnesses said? Huh? They were like, well, you know how, like, shark attacks, they'll take a bite, and then they're like, well, that's not what I want. Yes. And then they'll just, like, leave you alone? Yes. Th- no, this one was like, mm, I'm hungry. Like, I, I kind of like this. Really? Yeah, because... And, like, it kept, like, biting. Yeah, so, like, that's, that, that's what... I, that was this... Um... Like it, this guy had no chance. No. Like, the guy on Rogan said, it's always a mistake because... They're, they want to eat a seal. They don't want to eat a human. Yeah. So they go up and bite. It typically, yeah. they realize that, okay, it's not a seal. Yeah, we're not the flavor of a yeah. seal. So, you know, now depending on what appendage they might have removed yeah. from your body. Right. But so this shark kept kept on kept keeping on. He wanted. Yeah, yeah. He, he was hungry. He wanted seconds. Y- yeah. yeah. Oh. It was feeding time. That is rough. Yeah, it, it's not good. That is rough. Yeah, it's not good. That is something else. Yeah, kind of a... Yeah, Rogan has interesting people on who are you know, well, big hunters and explorers and, yeah, you know, and all kind of interesting stuff. Yeah, it's... Well, you know, maybe like like a sailfish or a marlin is as big as a animal as I'll be hunting. Yeah. And I'll just throw it. I just, I don't even want to kill it. I just want to catch it. Yeah. Here I am. Put it back. I, I went, so when we, we were vacationing in Hawaii when I was younger and, uh, you know, my dad, mom, all of us, all six of us. And, uh, we went deep sea fishing. Yeah. I don't know where Honolulu, it doesn't matter somewhere in, in Hawaii. Sure. And we were on this boat, you know, and, um, uh, you know, speak because it's, it's a, it's a swordfish or, or a marlin or whatever. Yeah. You don't have just like a rinky-dink uh, no. fishing pole. You actually sit in a chair, yeah. and you're strapped in. Yeah, you're strapped in. And the pole was like attached to the boat. Yeah. And Correct. I was strapped into this chair. Because they could like pull the boat. Yeah. I was yes. I was strapped to this chair. Because, you know, I was like the son, like the older son. You know, Larry was a little boy. Like little, like little, little. And the girls weren't interested, my sisters. No. We didn't catch one, but a boat about i don't know 200 or so yards uh yeah. to you know uh near us yeah caught one so i got to see it jump out of the water yeah, that's cool and you see like this like the sword you know and like the big fin oh it was really cool oh, yeah. so i kind of felt like you know well i got to see someone else catch one you're good i didn't really feel like like too bad about it like you know what i mean yeah um, it saved you the work yeah and also i thought to myself what what are we gonna do with it like like I, I didn't really understand what was gonna, cause like okay, I've been fishing many times. You yeah. catch the fish, yeah. You take off the hook and you throw it back in. Yeah. Okay, this is a marlin. Like, yeah. what are we gonna do with it? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Like, is this a catch and release program? Do I have to no, ma- you, mount it? Yeah. No, I mean I, it depends. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. I have a friend who has a marlin on his. Uh, he 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 caught one. I caught a big barracuda. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. And then the guys that took us out, they just took the back of a brush. Like, there was a big brush. Yeah. You know, the back of it's, like, wood. And they just beat the f- barracuda with it until it died. Yeah, and yeah. They, and they were like, that's our dinner. You caught us our dinner. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> that's not what I signed up for. But it's like a scam, you know? Like yeah, they, yeah. They take you out. Yeah. And they, you, you just, they just hang out on a boat all day, and then you catch their dinner. That's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, so like obviously you, you can't stuff a fish. 
Uh, so like my my buddy in his basement has his like trophy room. Yeah, and he has shark jaws from a shark that he caught. Yeah, that's cool. Like the just, fossil, just like the like the bones like of the it. skeleton. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then there's this marlin above like the fireplace or something. He goes, well, well, I caught that. But what they do is they just make a uh, like a, cast? a facsimile of it. Yeah, because you can't stuff a fish. No, I no. don't think. No, no. I don't think you can do no, that. Pass on that. Yeah. But he goes, I caught, you know, and he has like deer and he goes out west, hunts mule deer and yeah. and elk and well and all kind of stuff. I've never been like a big hunter. I mean, I support hunting and everything. And if you want to hunt, great. Uh, it's not really my thing, mostly because um, I'm not accustomed to. So first off, if you go deer hunting, the point is that you eat the meat. That's the whole point of like, of like hunting. Yeah. Is that not to be wasteful of the animal? Exactly. The whole point You're is using it. Yeah. If you go deer hunting, uh, you field dress the deer and you either process it yourself or like, like when I was a kid, I had friends. Uh, you know, them and their fathers would would process. Like, I'd go to like on the school bus and my buddy would have like venison jerky. Yeah. From a deer that him and his dad shot. Sure. I mean, this isn't like you know they got it at Whole Foods. Yeah. I mean, they did it. I mean, I mean, I mean, but my dad, he was a doctor. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't really, he wasn't into it. He, he told my mom, like he couldn't shoot a deer. He just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I feel like I'm kind of the same. I, I shoot, support, a per- shoot a person before a deer. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, like I support people who want to do it, you yeah. know? Um, and also like hunting, hunting is like a lot about conservation also. Yeah. You know, it's a lot about, um. You know, if there's an overgrowth of a certain animal or, or stuff like that. And, you know, it's like you go out and you look like my buddy who goes out west. You know, he he shot an elk, you know, a month later or whatever it was, a couple weeks later. So he he flies back to Pennsylvania, wherever it was, Wyoming like or wherever, Utah. They process the elk. You tell them I want steaks, sausage, whatever. They ship it. And they ship it to you. Couple weeks or a few weeks or a month later, you get all the you get all your meat. He gave me a steak and some sausages, I think. Like, That's like not like um like Italian sausage, like uh like sausage sticks, like like a yeah. slim jim kind of um a situation. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, it's just I you know, like if I grew up eating venison and stuff, yeah. I th- I think I'd probably but like I I don't I mean the elk was was okay. I just prefer cow. I'm more of a cow kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. I, I'm no longer on the carnivore diet. Yeah, yeah. You said that you were gonna. I I had a I had a situation. Yeah, yeah. So in doing my re, because so I think the carnivore diet's great. I think it's actually the closest we have to the natural species specific human diet. If you think about it, like thousands of years ago, what were we doing? We were eating animals. Right. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. However. Um, it causes a bit of disruption in your digestion because mm-hmm. you're just not used to your body is not used to processing that much fat and protein. Mm-hmm. And I basically couldn't like leave the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My stomach was not doing good. And after about the fifth or sixth time that I shit my pants, I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. Like, I understand like there are a lot of people out there who are using it to help them put arthritis in remission, help them yeah. with their MS, you know, help them with all kinds of different things. But I, I don't I don't have any of that. Like I, I was just doing it to try it. 
So I'm back on keto, which I'm much more comfortable with. Like, well, I do, enjoy do what, do what you like. Yeah, exactly. Also, a ribeye for breakfast, man. It, it sounds great, but it's it's just it's not what what you'd think. It's just not. Yeah, it's it not. kind of diminishes the ribeye for dinner. Yeah, yeah, because you because by the time dinner comes around and you're cooking a ribeye, you, you had one for for breakfast. Yeah, but I got to tell you, I was rarely very hungry. You're not super hungry on the diet, and I felt lighter and thinner. So those were 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 the two pros. But I'm I'm no longer I'm no longer on that diet. Um. But anyway, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Did you watch Super Bowl? I did. Did you go over your 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 appearance? Yeah, the Super Bowl was okay. Yeah, it didn't like captivate me. Yeah, way. yeah, it was. It was the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals, as everyone knows, and the Rams won twenty three to twenty. Wikipedia says Cincinnati won twenty three to twenty. No, yeah, it does. I because I because I, I I looked it up for the show, and I'm there's probably some Cincin, there's probably some Cincinnati fan out there messing around with yeah. editing Wikipedia. For sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I listen. The Rams had like a really good team. Yeah. But the Bengals like hung in there. Like Yeah. Well, twenty three to three is means it was a good I mean, it was a quote good game. It yeah, wasn't game like a was blowout. Good. Yeah, the game was good. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a blowout. I don't think it was like like, in like the, an all time, like I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life unless you're like a Rams fan. Sure. But yeah, it was okay. It was it, it's kinda nice to watch a Super Bowl when you don't have like a horse in the race. Yeah, exactly. You just don't, like, don't care. Yeah, it's just a chill like, game. I didn't really care who won. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I thought the Rams would. No, I I didn't watch one game the whole season, but just my my feeling was that the Rams were gonna were gonna yeah, take you're it. You're not a big sports guy. No, I mean I used to be like when I was in college. Um, I was in Wisconsin, and you know Packer fans are pretty crazy. Oh yeah. And I was joining a fraternity, and the guys talked about football a lot. They also played Halo a lot, and I sucked at Halo. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not going to get into this frat because I can't freaking play Halo. <laughs> but, you know, as so, like, a lot of people who went to the college where I went were either from Wisconsin or, like, Minnesota, you know, because it was a small school. You know, it's not like, like the University of Wisconsin. It was a right. small school. Right. So you have a lot of, like, I, no one's ever heard of that school here. But if you're from out in the Midwest, you've probably heard of it. And so I had a lot of friends who were from Chicago uh, yeah. or like Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan and uh, and um, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. So they were all fans of the Bears, of the Vikings, the sure. Packers. And I kind and I was a Steelers fan by by default, obviously being from Pittsburgh. And I felt like, man, I, I really should know this this game. And luckily, around that time, we were winning Super Bowls. So yeah. it was kind of easy to be a fan because we won the Super Bowl in, what, 05? Yeah, no, 08. Yeah, 05 and 08. Yeah, so I was in college in that time. Yeah. And so, like, it was easy for me to get into it because the Steelers were, you know, Ben was young and his prime, and we were um, contenders. Right, yeah. Yeah, in the 05 Super Bowl, I was in, I was in a dress rehearsal for an opera. And, um, yeah, that was Seattle. Yeah. And a buddy of mine, I guess was tracking the game on his phone or something, or maybe he had a computer. I don't know what, but he was tracking the game. Yeah. This was a dress rehearsal, right? So on stage lights, uh, 
costumes. Everything but an audience. Everything but an audience. And he comes up to me. I'm in the wings. I'm listening for my, my, my cue. And he comes up and he goes, hey, Mike, just so you know, the Steelers won Super Bowl. I'm like, really? And I missed my cue. Nuh-uh. I missed it because we were talking about the game. Oh, man. Because I couldn't, I couldn't watch it or anything. I, I was in costume. Yeah. You know, there are no TVs and stuff down in the dressing room no, and all of that. No, you know, no, no, we're no. focusing on the show. Sure. And then my mom sent me a bunch. It was like a Steelers care package. It was like magnets and a hoodie and a hat. You know, she sent me like uh, the whole Super Bowl, yeah. you know, thing. Basket, yeah. Yeah. And then in 09, I was back in Pittsburgh and I watched that game. That's cool. Wait, wait a minute. No, no, no. 05 was Seattle. Yeah, 08 was Arizona. 08 was and the then Cardinals. And we lost to, to Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. Green Bay, yeah. And um yeah. yeah, you know, I was um when I was getting my my haircut I I can't see but I, they had ESPN on and they were talking about Ben and who the next Steelers quarterback's going to be. Yeah. And they brought up I think the guy from Seattle. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, that he might be looking for a new team. Yeah, who knows? I don't think he'd fit into our system. I, I don't know. I, I really... I just don't think the Steelers are very good. No, no. They're not going to be contenders for a long time. No. No. Yeah. I mean, quarterback or no, I, I don't think that the, the team is a well-put-together yeah. thing. They really pushing this Batman. I'm looking at this poster behind you. Yeah. And then I saw another thing yesterday about... What, the Robert Patterson one? Yeah. Apparently it's gonna be like this. It's gonna epic, be like the king. Yeah. yeah. Apparently it's gonna be. It's almost like a horror film. It's like really I dark. Guess he ran into Christian Bale. Who did? Robert Pattinson. And yeah. And Bale was like, "Don't fuck it up." Oh really? Yeah, like something like that. Like, why would he say "Don't fuck it up"? You know, because you don't want to be like a bad Batman. Oh, like like a George Clooney, where it's like a famously bad. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I think I I don't blame George Clooney. The, the script was bad. I, I blame the just the movie in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think Clooney could have been a a decent Batman. He's not a superhero. No, he's not. He's he's more of an no. ER. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, but Batmans are like su- superheroes work when somebody plays them. You wouldn't think as a superhero. Kind. Yeah, of. that's well, why. You know. You know. Michael Keaton was like good. He's just like a regular guy. Yeah, you know they. I, I don't know much about it, but like they did not want to cast him at all. Like you're going to cast yeah. Michael Keaton right. as Batman. Yeah, but it makes sense though. You it's know, he was supposed worse. to do a third one. Oh, and, oh and, yeah. And then there was like a money dispute or something. Yeah, that would have been like oh man. Those those were the days. Man, yes, where, like yes. When, when the '89, the original Batman. Yes. Oh, this town needs an enema. Yep. That's like the fucking best. It is. Like, what a... Like, can you imagine that being, like, released today? Like, they're having a parade, and then they they spray toxic stuff to, like, women and children on the streets. Like, that would be... (laughs) You can't do that today. You know, CNN would go nuts. You know, like, they'd be like, wait, we can't show this to the kids. So, we'll have to... in a. But I'm almost sure... No, we have to go see that. That Jack Nicholson turned down the role... And then when he heard that Robin Williams wanted to do it, or he was like, "No, I'm he back. then he then he then came back." I'm almost positive. Really? He, do you think? I mean, think about Jack Nicholson. We want you to be the a Joker. It's like, eh, you know, it's. I mean, it's a comic book movie. Who's doing comic book movies? Yeah. Think that, of it that way. It was risky and, at the time. And 
what was the famous Batman before that? Adam West. Yeah. That like campy, like you know yeah. what I mean. That was a campy like show. Cheesy. That was a cheesy show. Right. Like that wasn't. That was like. That was like a comedy almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, what it was. That Batman show was more of a like a Saturday morning cartoon kind yeah. of thing. And my mom said it was so. It was on like three times a week or something. It was on all the time. Because it was so popular. Like three uh, new episodes like a week. All the time. Not like a rerun. No. Like literally. All the time. Yeah. Because it was so popular. Yeah. And they would have guest villains. Like that was like. Like. Um, like. Uh, uh, Vincent Price played like Egghead yeah. or something. Yes. Like, like famous people. Wanted to be on it. Yeah. Made cameos. They were like bad guys. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. It was like a big deal. Yeah. 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 So if you think about it. Adam West. The man. last big Batman was Adam West. Yeah. So now we're going to do a Batman movie. Yeah. And I'm sure Jack Nicholson's like, I don't want to be in some cartoon movies. Or you, you know what I mean? Not cartoon as in a drawn movie, but like yeah. a comic book but movie. But people like our age, when we when you think of him, you think of the Batman movie. You think of the Joker, yeah. Exactly. That, like that's how good that was. Yeah. Listen, I, he's the best Joker ever. Oh, I don't care what sure. anyone There's says. No doubt. Heath Ledger, Grady won the Oscar. He is the best Joker ever. Yeah. Yeah. He because yeah. he took that like um, like the style of Joker uh, from the TV show, the Adam West TV show. Right. I forget the actor who played the Joker. He was famous for it. He wouldn't shave his mustache. Yeah. So they just put like white. Oh, I forget his Caesar something. Yeah. Maybe? Caesar uh, Romero. Romero. Caesar Romero. Yeah. He took like the Caesar Romero kind of goofiness. Yes. And then added this like dark, real insane. The yeah. Yeah. Real insane yeah, I like darkness. That. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Where I think Remember he, he's in the basement and having that like plastic surgery on yes. his face. And that's how he, that's, he's like, let me get the mirror. Yeah. It, it was yeah. like, you couldn't wait to see what he looked like. It was like yeah. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I that mean, was, that's, it's kind of creepy. Yes. What do you think about well, it? Well, the Joker is, I think the greatest comic book villain ever. Yeah. I don't think anything could be. Remember he's throwing money to people oh, on, yeah. on the float. Oh yeah. That's the And best. you know, now there's rumors. They're going to have another Joker. They're going to have a Joker for the Robert Patterson. Uh, Plus Joaquin Phoenix might come back in, in a Joker yeah. too. You know, the it, best thing about Batman, well, obviously the car was super cool. Yeah. But then he, the the bat plane, yes, all the bat mobile, yes. you know, all the all the bat the vehicles, yes, and then the plane, and then he he had the thing in the front that collected all the balloons, yeah, yeah. yeah you were like, oh man, like you thought that that was like a thing, yeah, You're like, does, yeah. Wait, does that does that exist? <laughs> you know, it's like super cool. You know, you know, the, oh, my thing with like the Christian Bale movies is like I know they were trying to go for more of like a realistic. But like having yeah. having the Batmobile be that like military vehicle, yeah, it was that, lame. That was okay. It was but lame. Like, you know, but like I think in the new one, it's like a muscle car or something. Like the new Batmobile, oh, is it? it's okay. like a Camaro or like an old Mustanger. It, it has oh. that like kind of American muscle car look. Well, you know, you know part of the the charm of like Bale was like he pulls off this like debonair type playboy well yeah. he, that's like his thing yeah you know he looks good in a suit and like it's all good but then you know he, you know he's like i'm going spelunking and like yeah you know like is christian bale going spelunking no no not really yeah and then he drives like a lambo to the hotel yeah and, like supermodels are getting yeah. out like morgan freeman knew like all along you know what i mean yeah, he, yeah. lucius fox he was yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, spelunking yeah. spelunking huh? yeah. yeah yeah i need body armor to go right. to go spelunking right and and what about that 
that what was it called a rambler or, or yeah. I forget what it was called. Yeah, the the, the rambler. That right? like big what he used as the yeah. Batmobile. He yeah. goes, I I think I need like one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you need that for? Yeah, spelunking. Yeah, you know. That's it. Yeah. No, the the best it like when um so when Skyfall came out. Bond. Yeah. Oh, I love Skyfall. Okay. Yeah. You, you like that? I yeah. I didn't care for the movie. But... Oh no 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 no! I like Casino Royale. That's but the one Skyfall that I like. Skyfall came out. There was a point in the movie where. Like I saw it in the theater, and I'm like, "This movie's eh. yeah." But then he takes M to this like storage unit, and they get into the Aston Martin DB5. Yeah, and I remember the whole crowd goes, "Ooh, yeah!" Like the whole theater. Yeah, you know, it'd be cool if there was like a modern Batman, but then they used like the Batmobile from yeah. Michael Keaton. Yes, like oh. if they would bring that back. Yeah. Well, first off, uh, newsflash, he is coming back as Batman. Well, he is, yeah. yeah. So there are, I think, at least two projects. I know one for sure, but I think he, there are two projects where he he will be Batman again. In the Flash movie, Yeah. and then I think something to do with like Supergirl or something. Well, I hope it's like a significant part. Yeah, I mean, so he is coming back, and Danny DeVito wants to come back as the oh, Penguin. Oh, man, he, he, he bit into a real fish Yeah. to, to make that movie. Yeah. Okay, that's gross. Mm-mm. What a disturbed. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's not for me. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. I know. I know. Catwoman. Yeah. Mm. She carried a whip. Yeah. That's how you know. <laughs> At a young age, <laughs> like, keeper. I'm going to have a really messy, ch- like, adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like into it. So, how would you know what, uh, what, yeah. what you're into? Oh, my fetish well, was developed when I was eight. Yes. Remember yeah. when Catwoman had a whip and yeah. she was in black leather? Yeah, that turned me on. That t- <laughs> That's I how was I knew. My cereal. That's. I, I saw Michelle Pfeiffer with a whip. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked up. I know. Yeah, that's but that's bad. But Keaton's coming back. That's they're, cool. They're bringing everyone back. Yeah. You know, because now that they have all this multiverse shit, yeah. like in Marvel. You know they have all the soup, all the Spider Men coming back. They're going to bring everyone back. Yeah, I really want to see Tom Cruise as a Tony Stark variant. I, I really want to see. Is that, that a thing? Yeah, there's there's rumors that they're like it's going to be like a different universe. Tony see, Stark. I I like Tom Cruise a lot. Yeah, and I know that like people kind of like make fun of him and stuff, but what you know, there's nothing to make fun of when you're he produces billion dollar movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's made billions of dollars. Yeah. For Hollywood. Yeah. He's not just like a guy. No. Like, you know, Chris went to to LA, right? Uh, a couple, like, like a year or two ago. Okay. And he took his tour of the studios. Sure. You know, the back lot and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, they have like these little tours. Yeah. And they told him, that, I don't know, Paramount or I don't know, whatever the movie, you know. Yeah. Whatever these production companies are. She's like, see that 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 door, and he's like, yeah. It was like a smaller door, like okay. entryway into the studio. Yeah. She's like, that one's for Tom Cruise only. So because he has this like short guy complex, yeah, they build another whole set to make him look bigger. You you can't be serious. Yes, that's what they told him. It, they make they have to make two sets. For everything that they do in, that they film there. And then that entrance 
you know, like your doorway. Yeah, it's a regular standard door. It's a regular standard door. However tall it is. There's a standard American door size. Yeah. There's a smaller one. To make him seem taller. Correct. And he's the only one allowed to use it. That is ridiculous. He's Tom Cruise. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being at that level, well, like just kinda, in anything? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like. No, that that's like serious. That is like you have like a lot of pull. You're telling like studios. I need my own door. My, I need my own door. My own another sets. set. Make two of everything. Just make it like thirty percent smaller. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chris my was telling god. Telling me all that. I couldn't believe that. I need to look that up. But, you know, he does his own stunt. I mean, I like his movies. Yeah. I think he chooses his movies well. Well, yeah, they, he, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, he, he gets the pick of the litter, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, first but, off, he makes his movies. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not out there. He has a lot of say. Yeah, he's not out there, like, auditioning, trying to no, no. get into other people's movies. No. But, you know, but he'll do something like 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 Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, Which I right. think is one of his greatest performances of all time. Yeah. So, you know, and he, yeah. you know, event, you know, occasionally he'll do... Like, you've seen Risky Business. Yeah, sure. I mean... I mean... Yeah. I mean, that is like... The Firm. The Firm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just... there's. I love the Mission Impossibles. Mission, yeah. The Jack Reacher. Well, filmed in Top Pittsburgh. Top Gun, man. Top Gun. And there, and again, Top Gun. Gun too. Oh, I can't wait. Top Gun is that coming is like, out. That's what I, I can't. Top wait. Gun's coming out. There's like a 14 minute trailer for that movie. Oh, I'll have to watch it. It is. Uh, Do it, they show Val Kilmer? Yeah, they okay. get you like real fired up. Okay, because okay. I want to see how Vil, Val Kilmer's in the movie. Yeah, because yeah. he's not well. No, I know. Like he he's very sickly, yeah. throat cancer, and yeah. he, I mean he can't like talk and yeah. stuff. So I always wondered how they're gonna put the Iceman in the movie. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's, I mean, you mean Top Gun, man? Yeah, that's the movie. Tom Cruise is like, he I just mean, does what he wants. Like he's one of those movie stars that like, it, it, there's no going back. Like there's no him not being one. Does that make sense? Like yeah. he's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like he's just he's he's there. Yeah, he has solidified himself. There are actors who like come and go, right? Yes, yes. You know, they were big. Steve Gutenberg. I don't even know who that is. You know, like um uh uh, uh I'm a I'm a I'm a police academy. Yeah, not not my thing. No, no but no. like they call my like Gutenbergian films. Okay. Like for a certain like the eighties. Yeah. There was he, a time. He made these films. Yeah. Like Police Academy, like one through ten or whatever. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. You know, three men and a baby with him and like Tom Selleck and uh Okay. Uh Cheers. Ted Danson. Danson, yeah. I, I think. You know, what's with Ted Danson? He he's He's in every sitcom. He it's he just, has a failed sitcom. They put him in the next one. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Does he yeah. must have pictures of like NBC executives? Yeah, like banging animals or something. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, he's in a new one called Mr. Mayor. I think. The, no, it, it, Mr. That, Mayor. I think there was a Super Bowl commercial. It was like a it was like a pizza commercial. What? Well, I don't you, know. You watch Super Bowl, right? Yeah, but I don't remember the commercials very well. Yeah, was, they weren't that good. No, they weren't. Um, the Schwarzenegger one was good. Yeah, the Zeus Hyatt. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was really good. Yeah, BMW, but like I'm BMW. pretty sure, like I don't know if it was Domino's or whatever, but they added they 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 took a pizza commercial, and his new show, and they they like put it together, and he's like the mayor of like L uh, L A. Nobody cares or about Ted Danson anymore. Well, he just keeps he's the Tom Cruise of TV. Yeah, he just keeps popping up. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, Cheers was phenomenal. Well, I've right. seen every episode. Cheers is a great show. I love yeah. Cheers. 
but he, he he did really good on that show. The, Cheers is relatable. Yes, it is. Yeah, I was Norm at a bar for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers yeah. is relatable. Yeah, that's why it's good. That's why I think Friends and Seinfeld did well. Yeah, it's kind of relatable. Now, Friends, I don't think is funny. No, it's not funny at all. Um, actually, but, that show is not is not funny. No, it's not funny. It's not funny. Um, it's actually kind of sad. I've seen every episode of that too, but it was more of just like it was on Netflix or whatever. You just watched it, and I thought. I'm just going to watch all of Friends just to say like like that I did. Yeah. But one year, I watched all 11 seasons of Cheers and all 11 seasons of Frasier. 22 seasons of that oh, same. Oh, Frasier's way better than Friends. Yeah, oh, way better. But like, yeah, but Frasier comes from Cheers. Right. So it was like I watched straight, you know, and yeah, I heard, I heard yeah. they're going to bring Frasier back. Yeah, I heard that too. But you know what? COVID screwed a lot of this up. So like pre-COVID, we're going to bring back Frasier. But then COVID hits and you wonder how many of these projects are going to actually make it. Yeah, through. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I COVID, you know, not to say that. Well, COVID's kind of like dying. You know, I think it's I think it's pretty much done. I mean, well, okay, first off, if you ask Fauci and Paul Rand and oh, all no, of them, it's, 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 it's still going. It's brutal. But if you're in like the real world, like outside yeah. of D.C., like I... I I mean, like Billie Eilish had a concert here the other day. Oh, really? And I've been watching like videos of like her. I mean, like the Super Bowl. Look at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, just wasn't an empty stadium. No. Like there's all the celebrities, no masks on. No. You know, even though they're telling everyone. What you did you to, think of the halftime? So I wanted to bring that up. So the halftime show. Okay. We got Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent and Anderson Pack. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. Either. So he plays I know the drums. I know Dr. Dre, obviously. Eminem. Okay, Eminem. So, so, so this is the funny thing. So I li, listen. There was a lot of stuff on social media that, like, every thirty-plus-year-old like was freaking about, freaking out about the halftime show. This was not my kind of music when I was younger. No. So, like, even though I recognized most of it, if not all of it, yeah, like. I wasn't going crazy over it because no. it wasn't my music. I wasn't listening to Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre or Eminem back then. Yeah. I knew of them because they were famous. But this is my favorite thing. There was this article. Okay, first off, the Super Bowl was in California. Yes. And in California, weed is legal. Yeah. Not just medicinally. It's legal, legal. Okay. You can go to a, a gas station and get a... Die Pepsi and some weed. Like, you know what I mean? It's everywhere. Yeah. So there's this big headline. Snoop Dogg smokes weed before the halftime show. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It's Snoop Dogg. It's what he does. Like, it's 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 pretty much he raps and smokes weed. Yeah. Isn't that his thing? Like, I don't know why that that was even like a headline. My guess... dad was like, I know Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's Snoop Dogg, dad. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. And he was like, <laughs> crypt walking, you know, like doing his thing. He's like, what's he doing? And I was like, he's, yeah, he's just, he, <laughs> he's doing his thing. He's just, but like, it's, it's, that's such a weird headline yeah. because a it's legal there. Right. What's the big deal? And B it's Snoop Dogg who literally is. He, like, he, he pays a blunt roller. Yeah. Listen, Cat Williams has a really funny story about that. Yeah. Where he was with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And um, they were doing something. I don't know what it was, music video or something. Yeah. And he was like, yo, man, we're, we're going to smoke some weed in my trailer, like during the, the break. And Kat's like, yeah, man, I'll be there, you know. And so he goes in the trailer, 
And he was like, I was high to the high, high, high. And he realized that they had lit two blunts and they were both in circulation like like some ghetto relay team <laughs> because these guys smoke all the time. They're champion smokers. <laughs> and then right. Kat had to go back on set and like, yeah, you know, try to try to function. Snoop's like, you know, he's just chill. You know what I mean? He's used to it. Yeah. And then obviously the other controversy. Well, the weed smoke is not really controversy, but no. you know how how the news is. They have to have some kind of headline. Sure. All right. Snoop Dogg smokes an illegal a legal drug right. that he does on a daily basis. Right. And then Eminem obviously had to kneel. Yeah. Um well, in in um Eminem had a very small part in the show. Yeah. And, well which was kind of disappointing. Yeah, but when you when first off, I don't know how long it was, but fifteen minutes or something. Well, here's the thing. You gotta you gotta get Dre, Snoop. I understand that, but Eminem is kind of regarded as the greatest rapper ever. Do they really regard him yeah. as that? So the greatest rapper ever. Isn't that interesting? A white guy's the greatest right, rapper ever. Right. And then it's like all these men who are like race or like doing like like women's sports. Yeah, that's they're that's like, they're up. blowing out like all the records. Yeah. Well, they should have their own records. The tranny records. Yeah. Yeah. Let the women, the real women, and yeah. then you can have your own. Yeah. Women. Men. Men. And then people who can't figure it out. And then other others. Yeah. Yeah. We can't figure it out. Yeah. That, we don't know what to do, but we can swim real fast. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Have your own. Have your own deal. Yeah. But anyway, so Eminem, yeah. you think he should have had a bigger. Well, he only really sang like half a song. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And then and then it was Mary J. Bush, who I'm not into. And then I don't even. Kendrick Lamar, I'm not into. I don't know who that is. He's a, He's like a current guy. Okay. And then, you know. 50 Cent's hanging upside down. Yeah. Which like, I thought was he can't weird. Can't sing anymore. He's a mess. Yeah, and I don't know. Dre and, and Snoop are good. It should have just been Dre, Snoop, and Eminem, and it would have been fine. Yeah, was, this is my issue. It was too many people. It was too many people. Yeah, the camera was like all over. Was too many people. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it should have been Dre, Snoop, Eminem, and maybe Mary J. Blige just to have a woman, a woman, and then Lamar, Fifty Cent, and Pack, or whatever the hell, or Park, or Pack, or whatever, gone. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I really thought that they'd have like the Tupac hologram. Oh, could you imagine? Because that's like the you know, they, they started with California love, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. here it is. They're gonna bring them out. And then nothing. And Remember when like, they had Ugh. Prince? Didn't they have Prince and like oh, a Prince was the best that's the best one ever. Wait, no, no, no. Didn't no no. After he died, didn't they do a thing with him at the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know. Where they were they, oh, they put them on the curtains. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. not the same. Okay. But it's not a hologram, but it's like, yeah, it was like, it was like a, a projection. It was like a, yeah, like, like a tribute. No, yeah. I thought. They were going to bring out Tupac. Yeah. 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 What if the real, because he's still alive. What if the real. <laughs> You're the worst. What if the real one came the back? The real one came back. Just for the Super Bowl, everybody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a mess. <laughs> now, Mike, you didn't come to the auto show. You know, I gave you a ticket. No, I know. I so you're too cool. No, no, no. I thought then your neck hurt or something. I thought we were gonna meet down there. Um, no, I, the point was so you could drink. I would drive, dude. I don't know. It just got messed up. It just got messed up. That was a long f four days. Yeah. So you said Saturday it was jammed up. It was. Well, it was busy Saturday. Yeah. yeah it, it totally really packed with people. Not with the, there weren't many manufacturers there. Really? Yeah, none of the Ray Hall brands were there. 
Um, Wait, so why? I don't know why. Does Ray Hall just not... Cadillac par- wasn't there. Participating. Um, so, like, Ray Hall, like, wasn't there? No. No Jag, no Volvo, no Rovers, no BMW, no Porsche, no Cadillac. Wait, but I thought the whole no, point was, like, for everyone to be there. They don't have to. Well, I guess, I guess there's no obligation, uh, but... Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I, I, I mean, I only did it one year, because yeah. somehow when I was at Lexus, I didn't go down. I don't yeah. know if I just oh the, had, had customers the or... Lexus uh, product specialist. Like, like the national one, or like, you know, the one who, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. <clears throat> WNBC. Yeah, yeah. WNBC. They were friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah friendly. They, they were friendly. They were. Uh, yeah. I said I have to go. I, yeah. I'm, you know, <laughs> if you need me, I'll be with the Bentleys. <laughs> you know where to find me. Now, okay, listen. Right next to our display, right in front of our display, actually. The you know the piano store in in uh, McCandless Crossing. Yes. Yeah. The Steinway. Yes. They carry stuff. So the that guy was there. Okay. There was a $200,000 Steinway painted by Aston Martin. Really cool. That's a very interesting collaboration. One of one. One of Why one. Why Aston Martin? That was it's very... It was painted by Aston Martin. Because Steinway's The inside from... was all yellow, like Aston Martin yellow. Holy shit. The black, shit. I mean, it was unbelievable. Because I think Steinway one, is from a, New York. Yeah, it was 189. 189. Wow. And... uh this guy was a character. Him and I are like, we're like friends. He wants to do a collaboration. He wants me to bring a Bentley up to um, the to, store. To the store. He's, they're going to do like a cigars and scotch and with the pianos. His son owns Empire Music. Okay. The guitar store. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then they both own the piano store. They were really cool. They were they were they were interesting. Oh, Daniel Craig's Aston Martin sold it at at a uh, Christie's. And an M Steinway piano. Oh, oh, Carol King's Steinway. I can't find a picture of it. No, I didn't even take one. It was one of those automated ones. You know, all the Steinway artists like Queen. Yeah, he was playing it from a laptop, and it would just play. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. It, it was nice because we were out there. Yeah. I was hearing, like, actually good music, like Elton John, Queen. There was, like, good music. That's interesting. Yeah. It was pretty cool. That is really interesting. Yeah. Huh. I got his card. Wow. Yeah. I told him about you. Oh, yeah? We had a whole discussion. Oh, yeah. My, mine signed by Steinway. He was telling me all kinds of stories about people being cheap about moving their piano. No, you can't be cheap. You can't be cheap, and no. how it's a disaster. No, you can't. And, be cheap. And, and and how they just, you know, like if you hire like no. two men in a truck to no. move your piano, no. they will break your piano. They will break it, hundred percent. Yeah, and it was hilarious. No, no. When you have a Steinway, yeah, a legitimate instrument, yeah, that's like the Rolls Royce of pianos. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This. I mean, there might be kind of more niche brands. Well, you told me about some other German. One. There's yeah. Guggen, but Guggen something, something. But when it comes to a piano that you can go out and buy, yeah, that's the creme de la creme in McCandless Crossing. Yeah, Steinway is the top. Yes, and my Steinway is signed by Steinway. I don't know which one, but it, it's signed. A member of the family, you know, some Steinway. Yeah, and it is a legitimate instrument. 
Yours is a Steinway? Yes. Yeah. And like... You know what they start at now? I have no idea. An entry-level Steinway. Not an Essex, which is made by Steinway. Is that like a sub-brand? Yeah, it's like a sub-brand, but you can get one for like twelve grand. Yeah, so it's like but a... He, but he said it's better than a $25,000 like Yamaha. Okay, all right. But he said it's a really good piano to yeah. start, you know? Yeah. If you want like a baby grand, I guess they're mm-hmm. called, $87,100 is the entry-level price point. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Eighty-seven one. That is insane. Yeah. I said, the, these Bentleys are a deal yeah. compared to what you got. <laughs> Seriously. Unbe- unbelievable. Yeah. But like when you have an instrument like that, I hired piano movers. Yes. That's what he said. That's what they do. Yeah. Piano movers. Yeah. They have a special dolly thing. Yeah. They have all the tools. Yeah. Because you got to take off the legs. You got to take off the like the pedals and everything. Yeah. You have because like the the lid opens. So if you don't wrap it the right way, oh no, the lid's just gonna flop open. No, he he was telling me all kinds. Oh of yeah, it's a whole it's a whole oh, it shebang. Has Twelve layers of paint and all. The, I mean, oh yeah, wild stuff. Steinway is 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 legit. Yeah, I mean, if you want a legit piano, yeah, it's the way to go. That's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, a real instrument. He said that you should have it tuned once a year. Yeah, I I haven't done it. I I I haven't done it yet. You should have it tuned one they come we, to your house. We would always so I have a guy, we would always get it tuned right before right before Christmas yeah, because you play it a lot. Because that's when all the family would be in, Danielle would play it, Nicole would play it, we would sing, you know, Christmas carols. So always yeah. like right before Christmas time, I'd have the guy come. And uh that's a that's a kind of like being like a, like a tailor. Yeah, piano tuning is one of those like old school talents or like skills. Kind of what he said that yeah. not a lot of people think about. He said it's like being like a cobbler. Yes, exactly. That's that's a good one too. Like a shoemaker. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. That's a that those kind of hands on crafts. Yeah. Right. That that machines are doing. Like you know? I know more about pianos than cars now. Yeah, <laughs> spending two straight days with this guy. I mean, <laughs> you are an expert. I was like, wow. So. I was like, do you want me to just sell your, your piano? Like, they're yeah. right there. Yeah. I'll just start standing there. Yeah. Like, I'll never need to buy another piano, but, you know, if I ever do, I'll I'll take you. <laughs> yeah, but he said you could finance them for 10 years if you want. Oh, well, that's nice. So that's, it's like a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't well, finance a car for like 10 years. Well, you can. But, but you can. Oh, I guess. I guess. But uh, 10 years, you can do it. Has Why would you? You can finance a car for 10 years? Theoretically, yes, because I've never, I never Used came across ones, that. Woodside Credit does it. Okay, they're like a specialty. Like if you wanted to buy like a 2010 Bentley, okay, it was like eighty five grand. Let's, I don't know, I'm making it up. Yeah, you just had to have it. Yeah, you could finance it for ten years. Wow. Now you know what the rates are. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah over fifteen percent. No, forget it. Right. Just it's not then then you then you shouldn't be up buying it. Well, exactly, but some people have to have it. Yeah, our buddies up in Butler, they have a couple Bentleys. Um like oh four, oh five, like fifty grand or something. Who? You know who I'm talking about? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they have a yes. couple older Bentleys. Yeah. And I was like, Oh Yeah, I'm not gonna give them a shout out, but yeah, I yeah. Know, I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yes. Fifty grand. I'm like, yeah. I, could have, I could have a Bentley. Yeah, you, you know can. what I mean? Yeah, sure. You know. Sure. Uh, we have a 15 Maserati Ghibli now. It's 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of car for a 30 grand. Yeah. 420 horsepower, twin turbo V6. Yeah. Fun car. Yeah. 30 grand. I'm thinking, it's a Honda well, Accord. first off, I need to get the Maserati into service. 
you know, we need to take care of that. I need to, I need to take care of that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, that, we'll take care of that. That, like, that needs to happen. As soon so as I can the weather it. gets a little cleaner a here. A little, yeah, yeah, a little. We're, we're gonna, someone, I heard someone at the dog park talking about an ice storm on Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I heard, I heard that it's going to get really ba- bad. That's true. What did that groundhog see? Six more weeks of winter? Yeah, he, it's already been three weeks, though. Ah, well. I hate that shit. You know what I'll do? I'll call, make an appointment. Because probably going to be in April now. That's the other thing. I've been I waited too long. Now they're probably booked out. You have to. You know what I'll do? I'll, I'll just leave it there and just, just, just you know, slide it in somewhere. Like, like you know what I mean? So I, so I. Well, I mean, hey, here's the deal. I don't drive it every day. So if it's not inspected and I drive it somewhere, I mean, oh well. Who's going to really notice? It's fine. You know what I mean? It's fine. So well. I wanted to bring up that. Um. I, I've been doing, I started doing uh, DDPY yoga. Okay, so you, you, all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting all these random wrestling references. I'm like, this, that's my job. Yeah. You're, you're. I'm the macho man guy. Yeah. You know, the Rick nature Flair. boy. Yeah. I'm like, what's all this? So. I, 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 you're like DDP. Yeah. Like, so. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like. <laughs> What is this? It's like yoga. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that's how Jake the Snake's still alive. Yeah. So basically, because I like white, I, I was. He, you know, he's like a mentor now to like these like. Like like, like younger guys? Yeah. Oh, sure. He's a mentor. Yeah. Well, from. So what happened was I was watching all these like Rogan clips about like Rogan talking to some guy about like six foot tall chimpanzees that like. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. Like these. Yeah. Bondo chimps or something. And then I'm watching it about like killer crocodiles or shark attacks. And then there was one with um, uh, 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 it, it was Rogan uh, interviewing Jake the snake about when when the snake when he had the, his snake bite Macho, Macho Man. Man. Yeah, that's an incredible story. So I was like, you know, so it's, Macho it's, Man was freaked out. It's so funny that you and I are only like a year apart, if that. But for somehow we we watched different eras of WWF or now WWE I'm wrestling. You're yeah. much more into like the Ric Flair era, but for some reason, well, the Ric Flair era lasted 30 years. Yeah. But, 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 but what I mean Man, is Hogan. Yes. Yeah. See, I was the next generation, which is like the undertaker, Shawn Michaels, triple H stone cold. Well, yeah, well, there was crossover. There was there. definitely crossover. Yeah, yeah. But like when I was a kid, like Ric Flair and Jake the Snake, not, they were not like on my radar. But yeah. when I saw this Rogan, you know, interviews Jake, I'm like, you know, Jake the Snake. I do remember there was a guy with a snake. Yeah, Jake the Snake was a big deal. Yeah. So I, I, but, but it, it wasn't to me like when I was a kid. He, he wasn't on yeah. my like radar. I mean, imagine that today. Bring a real snake to the ring, an, an actual snake. Yeah, in a bag. Yeah, and he, yeah. So. He, I'm, he's like I'm a what do they call him like snake like wranglers or something? Yeah. He's like I'm a wrangler. Yeah. So he I'm like, are you sure? So the so I like I said I, I rarely watch a whole Rogan interview because two hours I don't have the attention span I'm for that. But um he's he asked he asked Jake the Snake about that match. Yeah, correct. About that specific match with Macho Man. Yeah, and Jake the Snake's. Macho Man impersonation it's is hilarious. so good. Yeah, oh yeah. We got a problem here, brother. You know what I mean? But he was so he had so much anxiety before yes. the match. Yes, he yeah, he made Jake bite have the snake bite him. Yes, so to make sure. So Macho Man was like, "The snake's gonna bite you, and if you live, meaning there's no venom, you could do it. To then me. then we're gonna do it." 
So that led to oh hello things about Diamond Dallas Page yes. and his yoga. Right. And then I watched the documentary Re- Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And and it just all kind of like and I was watching all these different so so you know how YouTube is yeah. you watch one thing about Jake the Snake yeah and then your whole YouTube is about like wrestling right yeah like I was watching Iron Sheik rabbit hole versus uh, Andre the Giant oh first off Jake the Snake and them they they all they all they, they'll all tell you no one should have wrestled Andre no no one should have been in the ring with he him he could have killed anyone at a moment's notice he literally could have taken his head hand and crushed your your head yeah. And he also apparently, according to them, actually wrestled. Like, yeah, not like no, he was a real wrestler. Like we're talking, like yeah. he hated Macho Man. Yes, hated Macho Man. Yeah, like would actually physically beat him. Yeah, like not. Well, I mean, obviously it's quote fake. It's like kind of, it, but it, it, but there's there's degrees of realness. Yes, and yes. Andre and those and, guys have real injuries. Oh well, first off, yes, DDP Yoga exists because. DDP Dallas um, Diamond Page Diamond D- Diamond Dallas wait yeah Diamond Dallas Page yeah broke his back yes. in the ring correct because because he goes because gravity's real B- brother I love Listen, that. they're all just Listen. saying brother all the time in Pittsburgh the gr- one of the greatest matches ever Mankind and Undertaker oh I love the Undertaker a he's, cage match he's my favorite and Mankind threw the tax down okay yeah okay and Undertaker Threw him through the top of the cage, into the ring, onto the tax. Oh my god! Then he threw him. If you look it up, yeah, he. Th- I think it was in like '98 or something. He threw mankind off the top of the cage through a table, and he didn't know he was concussed. He lost like his teeth and broke like his ankle. Yeah, I mean that's like. It, that was in Pittsburgh. Oh my god! That was in the Civic Arena. Oh my god! Look, there's all these people around, like like medics and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, there's like blood on his face. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not a game. No, there's 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 a, there's a Civic yeah. Arena. Yeah, there it is. Oh my god! Look at this. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the cage. Yes. Well, first off, you got to listen to the video of it. Yeah. So, like, basically. So this all, so this all, it was the rabbit hole where I'm now I'm in all this like, so I, I, I decided to do something. <laughs> okay. I decided to download the DDPY yeah. yoga app yeah. just to see what it was all about. How much is it? So obviously like anything. So, okay. okay. Back in the day, you used to just get, get DVDs, right? You would just buy all the DVDs. Right. But now, because everything is subscription-based yeah. and streamed, you either pick a year subscription, like 120 bucks, like for the whole year, uh, you know, whatever it is, 60 bucks for six months, yeah, 30 bucks one month. Right. So I just did like the one month. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'm going to even like it. So I did my first yoga session the other day. Okay. Now. Just in your living room. Down, yeah, downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to say something. It's not really yoga, okay? And well, he doesn't even like to call it yoga. Yeah. But I think he calls it yoga just because that's like the... It's a cell. That's the hot term. Yeah. Like, what else it's a, What else is he going to call it's a, it? It's a hot, key, like a keyword. Yeah. Exactly. Here, wait. Jason just sent me something here. Wait, wait, wait. That's not right. That's not it. That's not it. 
Oh. Fast forward to like 30 seconds in. You want me up there? You want to? Undertaker in a very precarious position. Oh. Oh my God. Nothing between the Undertaker and the I don't know how high that is, but it's high. You know these guys are insane. Yeah. They have no regard. No. And the Undertaker's also like six foot eight. <laughs> like they're not normal humans. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's got like that folding chair. Yeah. So the cage wasn't supposed to. When they're walking on the cage, it starts to give. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to do that apparently. Oh my god, but I guess look the, at these guys. I guess mankind told the Undertaker, like, throw me off. And he was like, no, you're gonna die. Like, you might die. Yeah, they, they often do it as they go. Yes, they, they tell each other, like, what to do. Exactly, yeah. Like, they, look at this. They're destroying the hell in the cell. And my god, don't get them over here where we are. Wait till the end. Undertaker fighting back. Uh oh, here we go. <gasps> oh my God! Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Can you believe that? Oh my God! Can you believe that? Oh my! He threw him right off the top. Threw a threw a table. Like a, like a See, announcer's I, table. I thought you meant throw him back, like into the ring. No, the, no, no. They no. did that earlier. Okay, throw him out of the out no, of the cage. So at one point, the, the medical people took mankind away. Yeah, they were like, "We we have to stop this because you're you're literally insane." Yeah, and you're gonna die in front of twenty thousand people. Yeah, he they took him in the back. He got off the gurney and came back <laughs> for more punishment. But that's why mankind's like he's like a legend. Yeah, like he he's. Yeah, like, they say, like his pain threshold is like I can't even name you a, a WWE. I've actually thought about getting back back into it. Uh, yeah, I can't. But but I'm not into it. I heard it's kind of soft now. Like yeah. it's not like like what it what it used to be. Well, they used to have girls in like bikinis wrestling and so, like it's, yeah, it's not the same. I've but I I can't name you one modern no wrestler. No, it's not the same. Yeah, not not. See, I I miss the WWE. But you remember WrestleMania three where Hogan slams Andre the Giant. Okay, so that's something that Jake mentions. Okay, so that's the... That's where, when... That's when wrestling became... It went from, like, this undercurrent sport yes. to, like... it. Yeah. Like, it, everybody it, in the world knows who Hulk Hogan is. Yes, exactly. He was yeah. as famous as, like, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Or, like, you know... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, Jake was saying that, you know, like, when you're in the ring, you talk to each other. Yeah. And Andre would go slam me, yeah. and and Jake's like, no I fucking can't way, it. yeah, no. slam me. He's five hundred pounds, and basically you grab him, and Andre just lifts himself up, yeah. And you, you, it's not like you hold him up there. Well, the whole thing was he's never been slammed. Okay, well, because who who, who could? could do it? But Hogan's big enough where like he could attempt. Yes, yeah. So when when the match was going on. So Andre was already at the end of his career. Okay. Andre really couldn't move around. Sure. So it it was there's a lot of stationary things in the match. If sure. You, if you watch the match. But um 
it's kind of sad because you know he's like not doing good. Yeah. But right. H- Hogan said in an interview he was actually like going into the match he was really scared. Yeah. He was nervous because he's like at any moment Andre could just be like no. Sure. Because the plan was the passing of the torch. You know, like sure he's finally gonna like win and he's undefeated. You know, like Andre's been undefeated. Yeah. So finally, you know, Andre says, "Okay, slam." So Hogan picked him up. He broke his back picking him up. In 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 real life. In real life. So that that's what Jake said. Yeah. Jake said basically, when when he's above you, it, it's over. Y- your whole body just like yeah collapses. Just, uh, yeah, like your legs like like, like hold on. Let me let me just yeah. uh, get. It's to unbelievable. It here. Wait, wait, wait. Did I miss it? Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. It must be like at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's Gorilla Monsoon, isn't it? Um, Oh, my God. Let me watch that again. Yeah. Oh, my God. How could Isn't you it, possibly do that? It's pretty cool, though, to see it. How could you possibly do that? But look, there were 100,000 people there. So during the resurrection of Jake the Snake, I think it is, they show they show Jake doing a DDT yeah. on the concrete next to the mat. Yeah. And that's where he, like, slams the guy's head. Correct. But if, when it's into the mat, the mat is springy. But, you know, you hear the smack on the concrete, and you yeah. think, he just killed this guy. I mean, it, I mean it's yeah. still fake, quote, fake. Yeah. I wouldn't want somebody doing it to me. No. Not even close. So, let me tell you about this, this, this quote, yoga. <laughs> yeah. First off, it's hard as shit. Yoga is not easy. No, yoga's hard. It is hard. Yeah, yeah. And I am fat and not flexible at all. Yeah, yeah. And very out of shape. And I do about 45 minutes of this. And I thought I was going to pass out. So you just, he just tells you what to do. Yeah. So the first lesson is basically the diamond dozen. Okay. I know. It's su- and you do like, you do like, like the diamond, uh, what is this called? The diamond crusher or no. What is it called? Oh my God. I did, I did it a hundred times. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, diamond cutter. You know, his oh, like, yeah. his like signature thing. Yeah. And he, so he adds his like signature like stuff into yeah. it. But, like, so the diamond dozen are, like, the 12 core moves. Like, the 12 core yoga moves or... So, he incorporates yoga moves, some, like, Bruce Lee punching stuff, and physical therapy. And this was all based on him rehabbing his broken back. Yeah, he got better. Yeah, so he broke his back in the ring, and he was done wrestling. Yeah. He was doing physical therapy. Some Someone in his life, I don't know if it was his wife or a friend or someone was like, you should try yoga. Well, yoga's for girls. Yoga's for sissies. Well, when, you're bro- when your back is broken and you, and you want to get back to the WWE or whatever it was, WCW, yeah. whatever it was, you know. You do what you, you got to do. So he tried yoga, and it helped him get back to wrestling. In like a year or something, he was back on TV, like in the ring. So he decided to create like a man yoga where you incorporate physical therapy, dynamic resistance, yoga moves, some like Bruce Lee punching kind of stuff. And, you know, it's like, come on, brother. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like there's Diamond Dallas Page, like doing like. Encouraging you. Yeah, Yeah. like do downward dog, do, you know, Cobra, baby Cobra. It's like really hysterical. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I thought, listen, it's only a 30 bucks. It's a month subscription. I've done two sessions now, but the first one was just going through the core movements. The second one that I did last night was an actual like 20 minute workout. Do you feel sore? Uh, well, it, I, yes, a little sore, but just overall, like, I, I, I mean, it, it's incredible how just standing there, you could be sweating and your heart rate's going up, but it's, it, you have to flex all your muscles and clench your butt and like flex your thighs and like, and you know, you hold the ball and then do the diamond cutter and then hulk it up. It's like all this kind of like dynamic resistance. And, yeah. and then like the yoga poses are really hard. They're, it looks simple, yeah. but when you're not flexible, just getting into them can be challenging. So I'm going to give it a shot for a month. It's like every other See what day. It does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, listen, everyone has seen the, you have to watch the Arthur video. That's what launched this thing. Yeah. Diamond Dallas has this yoga program. He's selling DVDs out of his basement or, like, or whatever. Yeah. And a guy named Arthur, who was a paratrooper. Yeah. Busted out his knees paratrooping, okay. busted his back pair. You know, you land real hard. Sure. It was during the Gulf War. Screwed up his whole body. He had the two canes, you know, that wrap around your arm. Yeah. Back brace. He was overweight just from being sedentary. The doctor basically at the VA said, this is your life. You, the, there's nothing to do. There's no surgery. There's no amount of rehab. You know, there's nothing that, 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 that we can do. Yeah. Somehow he discovers Diamond Dallas Page's yoga program and starts doing it and mm -hmm. films everything. So you can go online, watch the Arthur video. Mm -hmm. The guy's hobbling around. Right. By the end of the video, he's jogging. No. Lost 50, 60 pounds, thin. Really? All by doing this like yoga. Good for him. And actually, because of Arthur's d disabilities, he actually helped, helped in a way Dallas... Uh, incorporate into it modifications. So anyone can do this, yeah, right? right? So basically it's like, okay, here's here's the yoga pose in its purest form. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can't achieve it, here, here's a modification. I see. So if your leg has to be out, then just put your knee on the floor. And then eventually you'll be able to put you'll your- You'll get there. Yeah, eventually. So what, what this Arthur guy had to do was put a chair next to him to balance himself. Right. I was going to say- how Well, DDP he... wasn't doing that. Right. But he's like, now it's incorporated into, so like That's you great, want, yeah. so basically this Arthur video overnight blew him up 10,000, hundred thousand DVDs, you know, and then now it's all on the app. You don't have to buy DVDs anymore because, you know, it's just all on the app and you get to pick which like level beginner, cool. intermediate, and I can do it in my, in my living room. Yeah. But I got to tell you, man, I've never sweat and was out of breath that much. Just, just being in one place. Wow. Not running, not jogging, not playing basketball. Not that I would, but you, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. It was incredible because holding the poses, you're, you're, you're so like, you're not like balanced. Like everything is like all your muscles are muscles I haven't used in years are like, what, what the fuck? You know, yeah. they're like twitching, you know, and sure. you're like shaking. It's like incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Cupping in yoga. Next thing I'll be buying hemp. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. I'm going through a phase. <laughs> Cupping. <laughs> That sounds so bizarre. Cupping is weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do it again. Want to go cupping? Want to go cupping? Yeah, that's weird. It's a little strange. Yeah, you're going to be doing that 
sensory deprivation tanks in. Well, you know what's funny is there's a there's a place not far from here. It's right there next to dive bar. Oh, no, I was talking about I'm a different place. Yeah, next to dive bar there's one. Oh, really? Yeah, you get in the salt water tanks and all that. Well, my ma- dark. my massage therapist gave me a pass for like a free, I guess, service at this place on 19 behind the UPMC Urgent Care. Mm-hmm. It's called like Restore Active or, or Restorative mm. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it, it has all that kind of yeah. cryotherapy and all kind of weird yeah. stuff. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I'd have to look into it to yeah. see. But, you know, sometimes I'm into new things. The yoga thing. But the thing is, it's not really yoga. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's, yeah. it's, it's a pro wrestler. It's, so it's, it's a little different. Wow. Like it's really it's really hilarious. Wow! But I gotta say the Jake the Snake thing was really inspiring. I mean, can you imagine? I know he almost, he was almost dead. Yeah, this is a guy who was one of the greatest. Yeah, yeah. His it's sad his ring psychology, his promos, like you know the Million Dollar Man was being interviewed and he was like he was so easy to wrestle with because he was so good. So good. He was good, yeah. He was just real. His father was a wrestler. Yeah. And Technically, he, like, sound, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, everything with him was easy. He helped somebody else. Re- oh, uh, Razor Ramon. Razor. So the, so the resurrection of Jake the Snake includes the resurrection of uh, Scott, Hall, Scott Hall, who's Razor Ramon. Right. So around the middle of the documentary, oh, Razor Ramon. Um, Dallas hears that Razor is, you know, basically struggling. Each meal is, is, is vodka. Yeah. He was like Dallas. I'm drinking vodka for like breakfast. Yeah. And Dallas expected to see a pretty rough Razor Ramon. Yeah. But what he saw was this fat, bloated. He was he was like in a wheelchair, like like in the airport. Could not walk. He was like shuffling. Oh could not walk through the airport. They had to put him. I'm in a wheelchair. And you're like, that's Razor Ramon. Oh my god. Yeah. And then brought him in to uh, Dallas. Has ha, maybe still has. But back then in like 2014, 15, when all this was happening, he had a house in Atlanta called the Accountability Crib. And he had Jake the Snake living there, Razor, you know, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon living there. That would be really interesting. And and it was basically like it was like it was was like a rehab, basically. Yeah. Where they would do the yoga. Hold each other accountable. Hold each other accountable. Like no vodka, no drinks. No drinking, no no drugs. Yeah. They would do their yoga workouts every day or whatever. You know, Dallas, I don't really know what Dallas's like food plan and like like nutrition is, but it's on the app if I wanted to read it. Yeah. You know, he they would eat better, you know. Yeah. And um I mean during the documentary, Jake relapses like four times, you know. They find him shoeless in an airport. You know. What? Yeah. At one point Can you, know, you watch da- it on like YouTube? You could yeah, yeah. You just type into YouTube the okay. resurrection. I'm gonna watch yeah, it. Watch yeah, watch it. It's great. Like at one point, Dallas is like, Where are you? He's like, I'm in the Atlanta airport. He's like, Well, we're in Atlanta. He's like, you know, and it's like, What the fuck are you doing there? So they go and he's walking in the like the with in the baggage claim with, with no shoes on. <laughs> like, what was he doing there? <laughs> like We shouldn't laugh. No. But like, but like that's a disaster. They're in Atlanta, in the Atlanta airport. He wasn't going anywhere. Who's just hanging out in the airport? Maybe there's the the TGI Fridays had a 24 hour bar. Imagine being Razor Ramon. He, he his vignette said he was like chicas are for fun. Yeah, you know he throw toothpicks at people and stuff. 
You thought he was Bill. The whole documentary, he's, he still has the uh, the, Are you uh, the toothpick. Serious? The whole is documentary, that, that's a thing. He still has the uh, the yeah. toothpick. So the idea was both of them would have a toothpick. Dallas, because Razor Ramon started as like the Dal- uh, like the diamond stud or something. Yeah, and then and then eventually he became Razor uh, Ramon. Yeah. So the the gimmick was they'd both have toothpicks. That would be their like thing, but Dallas was talking so much, like you know how they talk, yeah. that his toothpick fell out. But Razor wasn't saying anything. So his toothpick stayed in. So that's how it went. So that's how. So basically what cool. happened was he had the toothpick. But yeah. the whole documentary, See, he's got that toothpick. And then it's behind his ear. Developing a character is the hardest thing about being a wrestler. Oh, oh, I, I well, you know, what I found out is that it was mostly Vince um, um, McMahon. Yeah. Though Dallas was him. Dallas Diamond Page or da, da, yeah. Diamond Dallas Page was his creation. Yes. Right. But The Undertaker, like that was Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Razor. And apparently um, Scott Hall in an interview said there was like another Razor Ramon. They had like another guy be that character. And it just like didn't. Like, okay, so they are characters. But. They're kind of not. But it's also that guy. Okay, yeah, This isn't James Bond. Yeah, that's the thing. You just can't bring in someone yeah. else. Like you, like, so, the, so the Undertaker's done, right? You just can't bring in another Undertaker. No, no. Okay, uh, okay, maybe if the guy had like one or two matches that like no one saw. All right. The Undertaker started like at WrestleMania like 10. Like the Undertaker's and been he wrestling just for, retired. Yeah, for 30 some odd years. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's incredible. He's the under It's not like he just like blends in. He's 7 foot. So, you know what he said in, in his Rogan interview? Um is who, that who, who, who? um the Undertaker. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that he like became that character? Like in real life. When he was out, he dressed in black. Yeah. He didn't do interviews. Yeah. He didn't want... Well, he didn't do interviews as himself. Mark something. Yeah. Callowell or I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Callaway. Yeah, Callaway. He didn't want kids to like not see him as the Undertaker. He basically sent... He became that. So if if you and I were out and he was at Sensi's... Yeah. He'd be the Undertaker. He'd be the Undertaker. We'd be like the Undertaker's eating wings. Yeah, that's sensey. Now he might not be in his full like hat or you know yeah. like the whole like long black leather yeah. coat, yeah. but he would be that like persona. Yeah, he wanted to be seen as that as that, and and he thinks that's what it Carrie. allowed him to be. Yeah, like so a, long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You never. He was always that like character. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but also you know I mean some rest like like Hulk Hogan. Well, he was Hulk Hogan. I mean, yeah, he yeah. wasn't really. I mean, it was a character, I guess. He was like, eat your vitamins. Yeah, but like, like, but like in the Undertaker. Hey, you know what? I would hate to be like. What was that one who wore gold? The oh, gold yeah. face paint. Yeah, yeah, gold dust. Gold dust. Yeah, that's weird. I the ones like I was watching an interview with with a, with a wrestler, who obviously wasn't wrestling anymore, but he still had his face paint on. Why? Because they were interviewing this wrestler about like Andre, I'm the giant. Yeah. And I guess he wanted to still be like the character. So he had all the face paint on. <laughs> like. I can't. That's, like, that's so weird. I'm like, uh, we're not in the ring, buddy. Who was like, that? I don't know. Some guy with, I don't even remember. He had all of his face paint on. Like he was about to go in the ring. <laughs> He's retired. I get. He, listen, he wasn't in his prime. I'll tell you that one. Yeah, he wasn't some young guy. Jesus, that's the worst. 
I don't. I mean, I didn't hey. really understand it. Kona, Kona just woke up. Yeah, Kona woke up because I'm making so much noise. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really like like understand it. I, I I was watching it and and you know the guy's being being interviewed right. I'm not really thinking like like much of it. And I yeah. realized, wait a minute, he's a face. This guy's man. like 65. Yeah, yeah. And he's got his face paint on. <laughs> <laughs> guys interviewing so how did yeah. so how did you know how did you know know andre yeah. well we wrestled back in the day you know you know they're yeah. talking about 28 it. years yeah, ago. yeah he's got his it'd did. be like interviewing gene simmons yeah and he's but yeah. but not after a concert right. not before a concert like in his living room yeah and he's got his whole gear on yeah the face paint and the whole weird. thing that's no. really weird that's really strange no, that's not right that's, yeah that's, yeah <laughs> But if I ever, I would not want to be one of those guys who always had to have like face paint and shit. That would really frustrate no. me. Yeah. Like Ultimate Warrior was like that. And, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. That would know. really frustrate me. Yeah. But the great thing about that, about that documentary is like, it's a success story. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. I heard like, about that. And those guys are doing pretty well now, right? Yeah, I mean. Like they're healthy. At the end of the document, again, the documentary was 2015. So obviously we've had some years sure. between now and then. But at the end of it, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, was living with his son in, in Atlanta, training him to be a pro wrestler. That's cool. And Jake the Snake was living with a buddy down the street and... They you know, just some of these guys, and they, they got into the Hall of Fame and yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, some of these guys, though, you know, they they don't, they're 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 like their star shines bright for like a short time. Yeah, and then they're like a nobody. You know, and then there's guys that are like you know like forever. Yeah, and you know this guy like Virgil, mm-hmm. he was like hanging out with the IRS man. Yeah, and um, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Yeah, Million Dollar Man. But Virgil comes to um. He hangs out at a uh, pit race. Really? Yeah, like during the historics for the Grand Prix. Yeah. He, he in like the Grand yeah, at, at Shenley Park, he has like a tent. Huh. And you can like hang out. Like last year while we were at the Shenley Park, I'm walking by. I was like, Virgil, what's going on? You were one of my favorites. He's like, can you grab me a Coke? <laughs> so I went back to my tent and we had like a cooler. Yeah. And I got him a can of Coke. He's like, brother, you want something for this? Like dude. an autograph? I was like, no, dude. Just. Have a coat. The amount of you times, look thirsty. The amount of times they say "brother" yeah, is that's his, their word. It's hysterical. That's their word. Listen, brother. Listen. We're gonna do this tonight. Yeah. Just, Can I have a coke? The cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh, that's my uh, favorite the, promo. The creamer. He's got the listen. The little creamer. The things. He's got the little creamers. He drops is, it. This is much, and, they, and then he has another one. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what is that announcer's name? I forget that announcer's well, that, name that, with yeah. the mustache. Yeah. He was the WWF yeah. announcer. Yeah. You know the cream always rises to the top, brother. Yeah. I'm the cream of the mean crop. Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. Mean Gene's like, what do you have? What are you doing with this cream? And then he throws the creamer, right? right? And, and then he keeps he... talking. And then all of a sudden, the cream of the crop. He has another one. Like, yeah. And his Speedo, like, he has got creamer, like, yeah. down his, not, not a sock. He's got creamer down his pants. Yeah. It's the, it's, you know, these guys. Macho like, Man was wild. Yeah. Macho Man, he was, yeah. I was I, a big Macho Man guy. I, I mentioned earlier, Andre hated him. Yeah. And uh, and Jake the Snake said Macho was terrified to wrestle. Yeah. Because when Andre and Macho wrestled, Andre actually kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, it was not fake. You, there's video of him, like, slapping him and yeah. stuff. And it, it, like, hurts Like, him. pulling his hair out. Like Yeah, it's brutal. Like, basically. Can you imagine being in the ring with Andre the Giant? Yeah. There's like shit in my pants. Yeah. 
seven. Well, I don't know if he was seven foot four. But he was billed at seven foot four, yeah, but yeah, he was seven. Re- he was like seven foot. Re- regardless, he was five hundred pounds. Yeah. And then in in that in that match I watched between him and Iron Sheik, yeah. he steps on Iron Sheik's back. Yeah. Both feet. Look at the size of his hands. Unbelievable. The, I mean, his hands, like the beer, like just yeah. like it, eclipsed a, a beer yeah, can. It looked like like a yeah. like a little it like a mini beer. It didn't look look real. Right. It didn't look real. It didn't look real. But he had a sad life, though. I mean, it well, did, first yeah. off, you know, it's it's crazy because like they had such great lives. Yeah. Jake the Snake, all of them. But really, in the it, in reality, especially Andre, because he never stopped growing. You know what so Jake the Snake said about Andre? He was like, "You don't realize the difficulties he had, like living like day to day." Yeah. He Hotels. Said, you know, no, no beds. No. Yeah. He couldn't use a regular toilet. Yeah. He, yeah. He, and so I, I think Rogan was like, "How did he go to the bathroom?" Yeah. And Jake's like, he had to go in into the bathtub. In, in the bathtub it's, and just let the water run. It's sad. It's very sad. But but Jake the Snake or Hogan or someone I was watching an interview said his house was built for him. Yeah, his well, house, in North Carolina, yeah. yeah. His house was like. Yeah, oversized. Yeah, yeah everything was kind of built, like, built for him. Yeah. Romanoff. Romanoff. Yeah, Andre Romanoff. Rene Romanoff. Oh, oh, oh. It's, it, it's, it's Rene. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Uh, uh, I think that was his middle name or something. Let me look it up. Yeah, something like that. Andre Rene yeah. Rusimov. Rusimov. Andre the Giant. Yeah. French. They they said somewhere in the in the French Alps. That's how they build them. They didn't say like from a town. They just said from the hailing from somewhere in the French Alps. Like he was some kind of troll. Yeah. Oh my God, that's his daughter. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I didn't not, know he had children. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's a big girl. Well. Holy heck! The apple never falls far from the tree, Mike. She is a. She is a large lady. Look at the size of Andre the Giant when he was like sixteen. Hold on, that's a normal size lady. Yeah, right. She, he looks. She. It's like we represent She's the, size the lollipop of, guild. Yeah, that's She's what the she size looks of his like. Torso. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Look, look at that. This is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's, normal guy. It's, it's unreal. It's unbelievable. Yeah. His shoe size says fifty-eight. What does that mean? Oh, that's a European size. It's so large. Yeah. So like, I'm a forty-six. Okay. And I'm a size twelve. Okay. So if a forty-six so is like plus- well. For, I think 46 is like 11 and a half. Like 11 is like 11 and a half. Yeah. I think. So no, 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 no. I think four, it doesn't matter. Regardless, 45 or 46 is my shoe size. It's like a size 12. So he's more than. So he's a, a 12 sizes bigger. Is that what it is? Or something like like, like that. Yeah. Well. Regardless. He like, wasn't he wasn't buying him at like that, at that's, Payless. That, that's really like a, that's a that's like upsetting. Yeah, that's huge. He he had to have him custom made. Yeah, like Yeah, like So during the Rogan interview with Jake the Snake, Rogan has like a sidekick guy. He was telling Jake the Snake that a story that I guess when Andre the Giant went out, people like made made fun of him, which is bizarre because he's Andre the Giant. Right. But they were at a restaurant and these kids were like kids, you know, younger guys were throwing beer cans at his head or just like cans oh my god so after the third one andre gets up and they run out to their car andre grabs the car 
and flips it over no. w- with them in it. Policeman was just happened to be around, comes by and arrests them for messing with Andre. Well, I don't blame him. Yeah. Can you imagine he flipped a car over with three men in it? A size 50 is a 15 and a half shoe. So he's a 58? Yeah. So that's that's not even like it doesn't like it's not like on the scale. It doesn't yeah, like it's, register. It's not even on the scale. Yeah, it doesn't like register. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. He just wraps leather around his foot. I don't know what he does. I don't know. I don't like not, that. I mean, you you can't you can't roll up to any store and buy those. They they have to be custom made. They 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 would have to be. Fifteen was the most that Nordstrom carried yeah. up to a size. I'm I'm fifteen. I I remember them, dude. Do you do you, do you remember them? Yeah. They're like, it's like a, a yeah. it's like it doesn't look like a, an actual Shoot. article of clothing. No. Yeah. You're like this isn't real. This isn't real. Yeah. No one's wearing this. No. No one's actually wearing this. No. It's like a for a puppet. Yeah, it's like not. Yeah, it's like not like a real thing. It looks like a like Big Bird shoe or something. Yeah, it looks fake, like like a clown shoe. Yeah, clown shoe. That, yeah. You know, I always wanted a pair of Birkenstocks. Yeah, like like clogs, like the classic Birkenstock clog. Yeah. So I don't remember. I think I was in Wisconsin. So I went to a Birkenstock store. It was college. Everyone, a lot, a lot of people had them. I thought you know they, they kind of look cool. Yeah, yeah. Easy slip on shoe to go to class in. Right. A size twelve Birkenstock clog looks like a clown shoe. Yeah. I said. No, pass, yeah. I said pass. It's hideous. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's not good. It's this big, bulbous, round, brown front. So I was like, that's okay. No. Yeah. You need to stick to New Balances? Uh, yeah, my 990s. I have a yeah. brand new pair. Haven't worn them yet. I'm waiting for the for the weather the to time. become nice. Yeah. Every year I get a brand new shiny pair. Yeah. Mm. Mm. My favorite shoe. I've had. That's the ultimate like white guy shoe. Yeah. I've, I've had countless... <laughs> And it's all because of a kid in high school. Yeah, New Balance 990s. A kid was like, hey, Classics. Pappy, I just went to visit Penn State. I'm like, oh, that that's nice. Because it was like senior year. We were all college, or yeah. junior year or whatever. He goes, listen, Pappy, everyone's wearing their 990s. And then he goes, if they get a muddy, they just buy buy a new pair. I have no idea why why he was telling me this. Right. No idea. But it stuck with you. But this this kid was like a cool kid. But Shadyside was a small school. So, yeah, yeah you you had cliques. Yeah. But everyone knew each other. There's not a lot of students. All right. So he was like one of the coolest kids in school, at least according to like, like to me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, wow, 990s. Yeah. I need a pair. Yeah. Check them out. Haven't stopped since. Yeah. Because it's a great shoe. It comfortable. It's yeah. a great, comfortable shoe. Yeah. Obviously, if it was a shit shoe, I would stop wearing it. Yeah. Because obviously, eventually, I, I got over that whole cool kid shit. But it was right. a, it, I've had countless pairs. Yeah. I think I just threw away like five pairs that have just been like hanging around, like old, ratty, that have just been like, hang, like hanging around. Wow. Yeah. You want to get some wings? Yeah, let's go eat. We're going to get some wings. Guys, thank you. Oh, it's 7 o'clock. Yeah, it's a two. We've been going a, for a while. Two hour show. Really? Almost, yeah. Oh. But that's okay, man. That's We got fine. a lot to talk about. Yeah, that's fine. We got to get Chris on the show. He wants to do. I, I ran into Chris at Giant Eagle. Yeah, he, he told me, yeah. He wants to do. A part two? Um, A part two about The Bachelorette, but he also wants to do a show about like the greatest American bands or like just like yeah. music in he, general. He, he knows a lot about music. Yeah, he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him in. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Michael Papinchak Show.